take it home and do that. On the inside, there's a prayer that I want you to pray. Because God says, I will put my instructions deep within them. Instructions. He said instructions. Do you know how to follow instructions? You want Christianity to work for you? You want that cake turn out right that you never cooked before? You got to follow the instructions. And I'll write them on their hearts. A heart not filled with the word of God is a heart not of God. Somebody say amen. amen. We got to do this thing and stop playing. Come on, come on. <laughs> we got to stop playing. Come, on. come with us now to the New Testament the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. The letter to the Hebrews, way back over. Let me tell you something. When you bring your Bible and stuff, please just look at the index. Don't, don't, don't try to pretend like you know the word. The index, you don't have to. The index is in there for a reason. Just look up the index and go to the page. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just want you to get there. I don't want you to impress nobody. Don't be shamed. Don't let nobody talk about you. Because you're going to find it. Somebody say amen. While they're looking at you, they missing the word. 
Look it up in the index. We finna work this. We gonna work it. The Bible is gonna become your friend and not something that sits on the shelf in your house. This is the day of the word in the mouth. Out of reverence for God's holy word, won't you stand? There's nothing in life more important than the word of God. This denomination didn't dog preachers so much that most of us don't even, anyway, so much is that. Got to do it God's way. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. And listen now for the word of the Lord. This is not the Reader's Digest. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, somebody. The Bible says, But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. This group of people in the Hebrew church were people who had started to deny that Jesus was Lord. They were new Jews who had come over to Christianity. And so Hebrews is about the superiority of Jesus. So this time, we don't know who the writer was, but this is more a sermon than a letter. So the preacher is saying, you gonna talk about Jesus? And then you gonna love angels and try to worship them more? But God has never said to them, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. As we said to Jesus. Then he says, are not all angels spirits? Ooh, this is a time of the spiritual. Are not all angels spirits in the divine service sent to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? In other words, angels were not created and sent for everybody. Get this right. Angels were created and sent for us. Those who have declared Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Pray with me. Almighty God, as I stand now before your beloved, please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Be acceptable in thy sight. You're the only one that matters to me right now. In thy sight, for you are my strength, and you are my redeemer. And you called me. Keep me honest in your word. Let me feed your people like you expect me to do, but I can only do it filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Smile at somebody. Smile at somebody today. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, we're going to tell the truth about angels. Hallelujah. Now, now, where are we going to get that truth from? The truth is found only in the word of God. I am very excited today to start a series about angels. The world has just gone crazy over angels. Angel stores, angel clothes, angel calendars, angel candles, angel prayers. But the church has allowed the world to take our stuff and play with it. And the unfortunate thing about that is that we don't even know anything about our stuff ourselves. And so in this time, of spiritual things in this time of the Holy Spirit, in this time that we go to another realm, which is the spirit realm, that we begin to understand it and work it is what the church ought to be about. I'm gonna ask you to forget a lot of what you may have heard from the world of Hollywood. Or from all your own imagination that you didn't made up. You know, today we look for answers from the world and from Hollywood. I'm gonna ask you to just leave some of that and we're gonna focus on what God has to say about angels. Somebody say amen. So our scripture text is found in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews is all about the superiority of Jesus, how Jesus is superior to angels, because this was really a sermon for those who were worshiping angels. You'll hear a lot about that in the New Age today. And in defense of Jesus' superiority, Hebrews 1, 13 through 14 says, to which of the angels did God ever say, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? And then the word says, are not all angels ministering spirits? Anybody need some ministering spirit help? Anybody need some ministering spirit help? Angels are sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. I want you to hear this today because I want to give an informative teaching on this message. I want to separate the fantasy from facts. Because we just love fantasy today, church. You know, that's why Disneyland is so popular. 
That's why Hollywood is so popular. Even with the church, because we just love the fantasy world. But the Holy Spirit is saying today, this is not a time to live in fantasy. This is a time to live in biblical facts. Somebody say amen. And so we're going to study five of the fantasies the world holds about the subject of angels. And we compare them to the facts of the word of God. It's interesting that people are talking about angels and the ones that God sent the angels for. Look at your neighbor and say, the angels were sent for me and you. Fantasy number one. Angels are human beings who have died. <laughs> but here's the biblical truth. The Bible, that's not, that's, that's not, that's, that's not true. Angels are separate spiritual beings created by God. You and I will never be an angel. Angels, the Bible says, we were created a little lower than the angels. Angels are a species of themselves. People don't die and become an angel. Where did we get the idea? Angels are human beings who die. Well, from a lot of folklore and a lot of Hollywood, a lot of us got our doctrine on angels from Hollywood. Sometimes, well-meaning Christians say, say stuff like that. We Christians, they, they have a mother or father who died and they'll say, well, God has another angel. I know what you mean, your loved one is in heaven, but God does not have another angel. He has another Christian who died and went to heaven. Sometimes families have a baby who dies and they'll say, now God has another little angel. No, you must separate your mind from the fantasies. Angels are not human beings that die. I've heard people say, you know, my Aunt May visited me the other night. Y'all better stop playing with this stuff. This stuff is real. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, if people come to you and you see them, and they somebody you recognize, <laughs> It's either a deceiving spirit or you are deceived. Because angels are not human beings who died. They are, as the Bible says, spiritual beings created by God. The Bible teaches in Colossians 1:16 that Jesus created everything, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. That is a word, powers and principalities that had to do with the angelic rankings and realms and division. It says all things were created by him for him. The Bible says God knows the number of angels. 
We don't know how many angels there are, but we know that there are many, 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 many. We, we don't know the set number, but, but God does. In Revelations 5 and 11, John saw 10,000 times 10,000 angels. Ooh, that's 100 million. And then he saw thousands upon thousands. Whole lot of angels. There is a mind-boggling number of angels. And the, the Bible never speaks about an angel getting old or an angel dying because angels don't procreate. Ooh. Angels don't marry, have sex, and have babies. Just, that's what I'm saying, angels. Angels don't do that. You never see baby angels. I just want you to understand that we have been caught up in the world that doesn't even look at the Bible. In fact, we know from what Jesus said that angels don't reproduce because he said when we go to heaven, we will be like the angels in a sense that we will not have to marry or have babies. As the Bible said, I'm just talking, check it out if you don't believe me. So the angels are special spiritual beings created by God. Fantasy number two. Look at your neighbor and say, number two. <laughs> Angels appear as chubby babies with wings. <laughs> I just want you to see how ignorant Christians are today because we haven't read the word of God. And I'm talking about all of us. We all fall into this trap. That's the fantasy. That they are chubby babies with wings. But here's the biblical fact. Angels most often in the Bible appear as men. And some people might have a problem with that. But I don't. Because I love men. We ought to give men something. Oh, man. Get off the brothers. More work we ain't got to do. Praise God's holy name. Thank you. <laughs> Men most appear in the Bible, angels most appear in the Bible as men. I, I don't know where we get the idea that angels are these precious little babies like Cupid. Draw back your bow and let your arrow go. like the Bible. We want to make Jesus a sweet little Jesus boy. He ain't no sweet little Jesus boy. He was a brave, strong man. Angels are not no little bitty baby Cupid. Why we want to make everything little in God? You know, God just everything little. Everything innocent. Ain't nothing got no power. I'm sure that all of us have seen many kinds of angel figurines. <clears throat> the Bible says most of the time the angels appear as ordinary men. Isn't that interesting? That's why the Bible says, be careful how you treat a stranger. 
I said, maybe an angel unaware. And where do we get the idea of wings? Oh, gee. Oh, Lord have mercy. Where do we get that idea anyway? That all angels have wings. The Bible teaches that there are different kinds of angels. There is one archangel named Michael. The Bible only says Michael is the archangel. And then there are just what we would call, for lack of a better word, God's holy angels. Except there's nothing ordinary about the holy angels. They don't have wings. They don't have wings, ordinary, helpful angels that are walking around the earth by the trillions. They don't have wings. When Monarch, who was the father to, to be of Samson, entered, encountered an angel, he thought it was a man. He didn't know until later it was an angel. And all throughout the Bible, we see angels appearing simply as men. And the only way we know that they are angels is by the message they give from God, by the fact that sometimes either their clothing or their faces are shining with the Shekinah glory of God. And listen to this. Angels are always referred to as, what's the word? Men. Not women, not boys, not girls, certainly not babies. Look at the neighbor and say, that's okay with me. Now back to the wings. Back to the wings, the wings. So where did we get the idea of wings to start with? The Bible talks about different kinds. There are certain kinds of angels in the Bible called cherubim. Cherub is the singular, and in the Hebrew, if you add the I-M, it's in the plural. It makes it. In Exodus 3, we are told that the figurines of the cherubim were over the Ark of the Covenant. The figures were over the Ark of the Covenant, and Ezekiel had much to say about the cherubim. The cherubim have four wings. That's what he said. Cherubim. Yes. They in the other heaven. They have four wings. Isaiah 6, there is another kind of angel called the seraphim. When Isaiah sees this seraphim in the Bible, in the temple, they have six wings. Just because the cherubim and the seraphim have wings doesn't mean those ordinary holy angels have wings. So don't get the idea that angels are little bitty chubby babies with wings. Because most of the time they appear as what? Ordinary men. That's amazing. God has given us so much to work with that we don't even know about. It's just pitiful. The stuff he's given us to work with that we ignore is just sad. That's why we so messed up. We're not working it. Say, so you got to work it. Fantasy number three. Angels are sweet creatures who sing and play harps. <laughs> what is the matter with us? Y'all laughing, but you know we believe in all of this. Ain't none of it true. Some people believe angels are sweet creatures who sing and play harps, but here's the biblical fact. Angels 
are most often warriors holding a sword. Angels are warriors holding a sword. So when the Bible says, don't mess with me because God has sent his angels to have charge over you and me, whoever's messing with us, better watch out because the angels don't come as no chubby, sweet baby playing a harp. <laughs> angels are warriors. Now, if you learn anything during this series, I hope you will stop saying the phrase, sweet as an angel. Stop. Stop. I'm so sick of Christianity being this sweet. Please stop it. We strong. God is almighty. The world wants to reduce God to a sweet little nothing so we become powerless followers of a weak little nothing God. The devil is a liar. The God I serve is almighty. Have you ever noticed sometimes a parent would look at a newborn and say, oh, that sweet little angel. That's just not based on the Bible. We get the idea that they are real sweet creatures who sing and play the harps. Look at your neighbor and say, that's not true. That's not true. The Bible doesn't even ever say that they even play harps. In the imagination of the world will take the word of God and do all kind of things with it and we sit back and go along with it. The Bible never says they play on. And are you ready for this? I'm going to burst your bubble, so just get ready. Just get ready, just get ready. The Bible never said that angels sing. It says angels speak. And they spoke. Holy, 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 they speak. Now, I know sometimes we need to call on the angels to help us sing. But angels don't have the same experience that we've had. God wants us to sing. An angel has never sinned or fallen short of the glory of God. We're the ones who ought to have a testimony in a song about how good and great God has been to us, the Bible the Bible says angels speak say oops now my beloved my dearly beloved all I'm saying is the Bible doesn't say many of the things that the world has taught us about angels and if we are so far left with angels just think of how many other things we don't know the truth about simply because we don't know the word of God. Don't you know that we ought to be asking God to dispatch his angels each and every day, 
every time I get in the car, I say, God, dispatch your angels. Because see, as we keep learning, we can't tell angels what to do. They don't take orders from us. They got a general. Anything you want to do with an angel, you got to go through God. God, would you please, would you please consider dispatching your angels today as I go? But they are available to us. That's the thing. How many spiritual, powerful things are available to us that we don't even know about? Not even how to use it. Listen, angels are most often warriors. Angels are not sweet little creatures. They are mighty warriors. The first time we see angels in the Bible in Genesis 3 was when God places an angel at the gate of the Garden of Eden with a flaming sword to prevent Adam and Eve from coming back. All throughout the word of God, we see them as soldiers. When Jesus talked about angels, he said, I could call 12 legions. Oh, God does not play. Oh, I love my God. He don't play. He said, you know what? I could call 12 legions of angels. Legion is a word for a military division. In Isaiah 37, 36, it says that in one night, one angel killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. These are mighty warriors we're talking about. If you enjoy reading, I encourage every one of you to get a man that you may not know just call office to tell you about. Two books that will have changed your life that are among my favorites. Two books by an author named Frank Peretti. One is This Present Darkness, and the other is Piercing the Darkness. I challenge you to read those books that talks about where we are in the spiritual world. They are books that I could not put down while reading them. They are they're just excellent, good reading based on the truth of invisible spiritual warfare going on all around us. We want to fight with each other. This ain't in no battle with each other no more, forget it. We're just, just obsessed with each other. We're fighting on a spiritual, spiritual level now. There's a spiritual war going on. So I encourage you to read them and your eyes will be open to a whole new world and the role of God's mighty angels. There's a nice movie that kind of touches on it. Now, we'll say this about Hollywood. Hollywood may not get it biblically right all the time, but pieces may be. So I watch Hollywood movies because today they're talking about spiritual things more than the church. I use my theological, which means the study of God. That's what I studied. That's what I'm on. The study of God. I, just to debrief a movie about where was God in that? Many times you can, you can find him. There's a movie called The City of Angels, made some time ago. Uh, who was in that? Ryan? Uh, Meg Ryan? Somebody, I started watching it yesterday just to get in my mind. Some of that is good. You need to watch that. Give you an idea of how angels work. The city of angels. So fantasy number four is that all angels are good and all angels obey God. Some people do believe all angels are good and obey God. But the fact of the matter is that some angels are evil and oppose God. As everything was created. 
The devil was created. He was a mighty, mighty angel. Beautiful angel. Just beautiful angel. A great musician. Just, just beautiful. And he wanted to be God. So God threw him out of heaven. And some of the other angels went with him. We call them demons. So all angels are not good angels. Satan had his little group of angels, but they don't have more power than God's angels. You just gotta be careful and discern which angels you working with. There are only three angels named in the Bible. Michael, the archangel, Gabriel, and by the way, he never says he's going to blow a trumpet. That's from New Orleans jazz. I'm trying, I'm trying. And the third angel is Lucifer, who rebelled against God. And why would we talk more about a fallen angel named Lucifer, an unemployed musician? with no power over God. We talk more about the devil. We give him too much time and energy. We need to be talking about holy angels. We need to be asking God, God, can you just send a holy angel in here? I can't sleep tonight. Can you send a holy angel? Holy angel. Now we call him Satan the devil, and he has a lot of fallen angels, and we call them demons. So you have God's holy angels, and you have the fallen angels. That's why in Matthew 25, 41, Jesus said, Hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. Because angels have a will like we do. Angels have a will. They can decide things. They're very intelligent beings. So they decided to leave the throne of God because they have a will. They can make choices. And some of them chose to rebel against God. Everybody here has heard sermons on Satan and on demons. I just think it's just not fair because we need to give attention to God and his holy angels. I'll never preach a whole sermon on Satan because he's not worth it. Let's focus instead on God's good messengers, his angels. Start talking about some angels. Look at your neighbor and say, talk about some angels. Some of y'all ain't even moved about angels. Y'all say y'all believe, but y'all just still want to believe what the world says, but I'm trying to give you something spiritual because this is a spiritual day. Fantasy five, angels must be seen to be real. Some people think angels must be seen to be real, and the Bible says that they are usually invisible, and it's only at times when they want to be seen. Uh-oh, that's a whole different thing. That you see them. They decide if they want you to see them. I'll tell you why. I believe we don't see angels more often with our visual eyes, and some people do. It's because I'm afraid I would do, and you would do probably, what the Apostle John did in the book of Revelation. When the people saw an angel, they fell down to worship an angel. The angel said, oh no, don't worship me. Worship God only. I'm afraid if we saw an angel, we might be so obsessed that we would want to fall down and worship the angel. I was thinking in my mind, I said, you know, if I tell all these single women that the angels are men, (laughs) take it where you want it, that's all I say. 
Beloved, hear this. While we study angels, our attention must completely be drawn back to the Lord Jesus Christ and to God the Father who blessed us with his angels. You don't have to see them. The fact is angels usually work as invisible helpers. The Bible says what we see is not real. What's real is what we do not see. Take your eyes off of things and people and start opening your spiritual eyes to get an idea of what's going on in the spiritual. Beloved, if God opened our spiritual eyes as we gather right in there, we would be amazed of what we could see even in this very sanctuary. I believe there are angels here in the sanctuary right now. Right now, right now. Our eyes just aren't open to see them. The Bible says in Psalm 91, God shall give his angels charge over you. God sends his angels to help you and to protect you and to sometimes deliver messages to you, but they usually do it as invisible helpers. How many of you are aware that angels were created to help you? So to summarize, to summarize, one, angels are not human beings who died. Angels are a separate creation of God. Number two, angels do not appear as women, boys, girls, or chubby babies with wings. They appear mostly as ordinary men. Angels are not sweet creatures who sing and play harps. Many, many, many angels are warriors who hold swords. All angels are not good and obey God. There are angels who are messengers of God and other angels who choose to follow the devil. There are good angels and demon angels. Look at your neighbor say, I got it! And so ask me, ask me, say, Pastor, Pastor, do you believe in angels? Do you believe in angels? I'm so glad you asked me that. I really am. Yes, I believe in angels. Yes, I believe in angels because the Bible teaches me about them. I can live life with a certain holy boldness. Because of God's angels, they got me covered. I can live with a certain peace because of God's angels. I can live with a knowledge of a powerful heavenly protection because all day and all night, angels are watching over me. My God is sending his angels to protect me, to clear the way for me, to fight the devil on my behalf. Because I'm a Christian, God has made provision. For me, being a Christian ought to make you stand up straight with your shoulders back and your head up because as a Christian, angels are watching over me. I'm sure that I'm still alive today because God sent them to watch over me and protect me. I've done some stupid things in life. I'm still here. I've driven a car when I wasn't always focused, paying attention. But when I got in it, I prayed for God to dispatch his angels. I'm still here. I prayed for my children to be safe when they've been in danger. Angels. <laughs> angels. When you're sick and you want healing and comfort in a hospital room. When I go to the hospital, people might not even know it, but I'm saying, God, send your angels right up in here, in this room, in Jesus. 
I'm saved. Sanctified. Filled with the Holy Ghost. You get some benefits when you're a Christian. Some things you got the world does not have. And angels is one of them. you glad you got some supernatural beings watching over you? Don't get mad when people are not there. You got some angels watching over you, boo. Hallelujah. Angels watching over me, my Lord. Yeah. All night. All day. Angels. Now, you know what? That's really something to get really happy about. Now, if that doesn't move you, I'm worried about you. Worried about you. You can't live in the joy of what God has made available to you because you're a Christian. Angels, thank you, God. Thank you, God. For your angels, thank you. That you said they won't even let me stomp my toe. Thank you, Lord, for angels watching over me, giving me the power to walk on scorpions. Thank you, Lord, for angels. All day. Benefits that no human being can come.